Hello, and thank you once again for joining us for Writing uh, Through the Ages, Current Common, our, our non-revolving journey through the eras of Common Writer. Today we will be in uh, chapter 19, episode 19 of Saber, titled Chapter 19, Flame and Sword. No, it's not titled that. It's titled Flame and Light, Sword and Sword. That's what it's titled. You're trying to, you're trying to make that work. I was trying it. to just like put it all together, making it short. <laughs> I, I, I'm combining things. It's FLSS. <laughs> <laughs> it aired uh, January 24th, 2021. It was written by Takuro F- Fukuda and directed by Hidenori Ishida. And so we are in the, the throes of everybody beating on Toma. Yeah, <laughs> basically, yeah. Uh, he's got Yuri on his side, but Yuri's not telling him everything. We can tell that by just how the way Yuri acts. Right. But yes, he's got Yuri on his side, which has actually put the others more against him because it's just, it look, like from the outside, it just looks like he's gathering more and more power. Right. It's like he's got the third level book and he's just like, well, you know, as soon as somebody else got a third level book, I should get another sword. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> get them all. And he is the only one that they know of, not even including Yuri. He's the only one that has two sacred swords. Right. Because yeah. he's got, he's got uh, his and he has got Kento's. Yes. So he. Ikazuchi. Ikazuchi, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, Ikazuchi. But, um. So, <laughs> so now, uh. So now it looks like it's going to be a thing with like Yuri and uh, Slash. Mm-hmm. So uh, or Daisenji. Yeah, you know. Daisenji. We 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 throw back and forth their writer names. Yeah, and it names. really just depends on which one comes to mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think of him as Daisenji before I think of him as Slash because he was Daisenji like more. Yeah, I think it's really it's just one of those things ease of use to. Yeah. So like Slash is easier to say. So. But we say Daisenji more. Yeah. I mean, we say Rintaro more than Blades. Yeah. Is it Blades or Blade? It's Blades. It's Blades. Okay. Plural. It's plural. The, 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 the standalone show, the original Kamen Rider is Blade. Blade. Okay. So it's, it's plural. Blades. Killing vampires. Blade. Yes. Uh, Wesley Snipes should be a Kamen Rider. That would be, <laughs> that would, that would be Come to find out he was all along. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's got a motorcycle. Um, there's, I can't remember. Uh, I don't think there's never been Black Kamen Rider. Uh, there's been like a, in like one of the movies, there was a like half, I think. In one of the movies, there was like a half common writer. I think in the Fies movie, hmm. uh, but that's like non-canon also. But like I said, canon and common writers, eh, whatever. Yeah, it's like whatever it needs to be. Yeah, uh, it, it it's it's hard for like a person like me who was really into American comic books to be like, because that was always about it was all about the canon uh-huh. of like ev- they all exist in the same world, they're all doing the same thing. But then I also realized that means that there's a lot of things you can't do. Right. But like in here, they'll be like, no, it's like it's whatever. Don't worry about it. Two thousand years ago, they were did things, and now this is what it is. Whatever, just deal with it. Yeah, we cross over when we cross over. Deal with it. Exactly. I mean, if infinite universes. Yeah. Screw it. And we like when we cross over, we're together, and when we're not, we're not. <laughs> yeah. It's like don't don't think too hard. Yeah. It just hurts. Yeah. <laughs> you just want to be internally consistent in the show, and that's all you need. And yeah. sometimes not even that happens. Um. So so okay. From the preview and the name, we know this is about. Yuri and uh, Toma, like, at least seeing eye to eye in, in some yeah. aspects, some regard, and then him getting the, uh, the be able to use the sort of light. Yeah. Right. And then in the background of the end of the last episode, we know that Rintaro is being manipulated now. Yes, by Reika. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's doing, um, she's doing or saying the right things to change his point of view, pervert his uh, ideals in a way yeah. that he doesn't know. Yeah. Um, that he's uh, being manipulated. So, like, his uh, just pointing out certain things, saying certain things, so that it seems like it's his idea right. to uh, go and kill Toma. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, I, I don't know. So as, as far as uh, killing, but yeah, you know, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. So because uh, that that's like a step too far. At that point, it's like you secretly wanted to all along, and she yeah. just gave you license to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't just come up with homicide, just like yeah, you know it. That was my. It's just his deep set rage. Bit, to, uh, 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 little aside, my biggest problem with the prequel trilogies of Star Wars <laughs> is that he went straight from being this righteous warrior to child murder. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. He didn't slowly yeah. like. I'm just gonna kill some like fifteen year olds first. Yeah. You know. <laughs> he just yeah. Went he from seriously the, jumped the righteous right into warrior it. who's like supposed he's doing all this to save his wife and all this stuff and then <laughs> then. 20 like two minutes later child murder honestly not even uh, like killing one child he like massacres a group of he kills the whole school right (laughs) actually it's funny you said that because just like last week i saw uh, a meme from the uh the star wars the the clone wars series yeah and it's just a picture of of anakin and it's like hey don't let this charming um interesting individual fool you in two weeks time he's gonna kill an entire room full of children (laughs) yeah (laughs) It kind of puts it in perspective because if you watch that series, it's like, wow, I really like this guy. Yeah. And you, you forget, oh, yeah, he's going to be a, a heartless mass murderer in a minute. Yes. <laughs> so it's. Like, but yeah, it was, I, I feel like, if anything, like Rintaro, he's just going to feel his, this deep set rage, like this desire to beat clothing sense into Toma. Yeah. <laughs> Who dresses you? <laughs> Who do you work for? Uh, yeah. Where are the other drugs going? <laughs> swear to me. Yeah, swear to me. <laughs> Uh, no. Um, but uh, from the trailer, it looks like uh, it's going to be some slash moments in there mm. because he was also he confronted Yuri earlier. Yeah, Psycho uh, confronted him, and then uh, they just ran away from there. So it looks like it's going to be him. And uh, Daishinji appears to be the one who really wants this thing to be solved. Yeah, see, that's the interesting thing now because I, I I originally thought that Rintaro would be the first one to come back into the fold, right? Yeah. Or at least it's kind of hard because they're technically the fold. So uh, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Turns uh, out that he's been working with the bad guys the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm like, wait a minute. Is he going to be the last one? And it's like, is is Dai Shinji going to be the first one? Are to they going to the be light? the ones that are going to be punching each other in the river? Yeah. <laughs> is he, he's going to individually punch each of them in a separate river. Yeah. <laughs> Just walking down. <laughs> Walks 12 feet. <laughs> well, we had, like I said, with that string of death scenes, I can, especially since we have our guy here in charge of this episode, I could very easily see uh, Punch in the Rain one episode, Punch in the River the next episode, and then just Punch in the River, Punch in the Rain for the next two after that. Oh, no. Uh, the rain means someone's dying. Oh, okay. the, the river means people are reconciling even with their fists. Okay, so there's a, okay, there's yeah. a difference. <laughs> yeah. I like that. That's just that's just a that's just a because the rain is sad yeah and the river it's like it's washing away all the bad stuff and it's changing okay. you know it's the yeah, flow it's flowing yeah <laughs> I see it I see it yeah <laughs> and a quarry means it's common rider right now <laughs> quarries warehouses yeah warehouse and uh, some sort of auditorium outside sort of oh area. yeah that oh that thing's been a in stage a, yeah the stage auditorium thing yeah yeah um that's been in like a couple we've even seen yeah, that's what i mean that's yeah, why that's i can I, name it i'm like i, I think i've seen this i was before. at uh komike and i was going through the booths and stuff komike is a, a dojinji festival okay um so i was going through the booths and one of the booths uh all it was was a, it was this black and white photo album kind of like paper print on cheap cheaper paper because they didn't have much money but it was just photo shoots of tokusatsu locations oh that's sick. Yeah. So 
and I picked it up. But uh, there's also like you can go online and there's like Google Map pins to these Tokusatsu locations. That'd be a cool tour, man. Yeah, there's something you, like if you if you want to just go around like, yeah. Japan one day and hit up every single spot. I I didn't go myself because some of them are like when I was there by, the last time by myself because they're like some of them are like out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, so yeah, it'd have to be one of those. The whole goal of the trip is yeah. to see every site, and in in so doing, you go to all these locations. But when we go, there's gonna be like I found the location for the Pole Pole, the outside of the oh, Pole. Okay. Pole Okay. okay. Which is an actual restaurant. Okay. Hopefully it's still around when we go there because you never yeah, know. Yeah, you never know. Uh, <laughs> and then like the place that they use, I don't think uh, the stadium, but like the place is going to, it's a lot of outside steps and stuff. Whenever we come up, I'll show you. But um, yeah, there's like a dozen or so tokusatsu locations. And if you've seen every show, you like, you notice, you recognize them. And uh-huh. so, like, so, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. And somebody's gone through and like looked at all of them and like Google pinned them. So. <laughs> a lot of them are in the Tokyo area, but some of them are not. So Right. Uh, some of them are like hours and hours away from the the heart of Tokyo, so it's like uh, that's not that wouldn't be for like just the one trip. No, nah, not for one trip, Dale. But yeah, uh, so yeah, this seems like it's like the hard part is that they they uh, they broke us and they're slowly building us back up, and they might break us again. Yeah, <laughs> that's so true. Uh, like they gave us all this hope, and then they just broke us by killing Kento twice. Yeah, but if you take that out, it's a pretty solid show actually so far. I mean. It- it's not bad. I mean, I, I'm not. It's not my favorite. No, it's not my favorite. But it's got a lot of really good points. Yeah. And I, you know, there's at first I wasn't sold on the suits. Like day one, I'm like, I don't know if I like the asymmetry. Normally, like having played a lot of World of Warcraft, asymmetry isn't something I actually never had. I've never had a problem with it. Yeah. But it was like from the beginning, I was like, I don't know if I like the suit. But then you find out it's kind of modular, yeah. and then it all makes sense. And then it's like, okay, now actually, I'm kind of getting into the asymmetry of it. Um. And then and he gets then, to Knight, which is just a sweet suit. Right. Yeah, totally sweet. Yeah. And then it's so like the story elements, I mean, they, they dropped the ball a little bit, but then it also, you know, grain of salt. We are in the middle of an epidemic. So yeah. that kind of affects things, especially yeah. like groups of writers or like it, a lot could be lost in translation. Like there's going to be a death scene. Okay, cool. And then the next guy's like, oh, there's going to be a death scene. Okay, I should do that. And then here we are. Yeah. Where it's like neither of them are deaths. And, then and like that that's the thing that's different with this that's different than most of the other shows is there's several writers on this show. Yeah. And so uh, writers. Yeah. Uh, not writers. <laughs> writers. Yeah. Because um, I mean, it's like, I, so I guess what I'm saying is I can't expect perfect consistency across the board. Yeah. First off, because of all the writers. Terse. Yeah. Not ders. Yeah. As you say. <laughs> but also. Um, and all the writers. They still have a lot of things, you know, a lot of interesting little plot threads. Like, you know, it's definitely a good show. And I feel like it has potential to be, I think, one of my favorites going forward. We'll see. I will let you know that uh, the problem with, a, like, not a lot, but with at least half of Common Riders is the ending. Mm. And, like, the actual ending, like, where they end up at the end of the show and where they go off to, fine. Okay. But sometimes they, like brush it or twist it okay yeah it's uh, so like there's a lot to left a lot left to be desired by the end yeah where it's just like uh it has happened a couple of times where it's just like oh this person's a bad guy. no they're not the bad you know oh. <laughs> you know they have a rochumaru situation oh yeah not as bad as a child uh murderer orochimaru all of a sudden is a good guy yeah um people forget that he like not just killed children but no. he experimented, experimented on them yeah <laughs> And you're like, ah, well. Yeah, some bad guys can't be redeemed. It doesn't matter how much uh, eyeliner they have. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. He, he died sorry. and came back. He's <laughs> <laughs> reborn. He's reborn. Yeah. Well, then, like, that's the hard thing. It's just like, how much more punishment? You killed them already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
did he, did he, did he take the punishment already? Yeah. Like he, he died and he came back. Good to go. <laughs> so I'm just wondering with all the swords he's collecting, is it going to be one of those situations where you like combine all the swords and that's what repairs the book? It was never about the pages. Yeah. Uh, he might do like a super sword where he like puts all the swords together. Yeah, that's what you need to slice through the binding to recreate the book somehow. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just babbling. <laughs> yeah, but well, you have to you have to separate all the other books you to saying. put them back. Yeah, get a, out with the old, in with the new. Yeah, yeah. You know, rewrite history with a sword. Hey, if Superboy can punch reality, yeah, screw it. Whatever. Yeah, kick, kick the cyborg. I got a somebody. Yeah, if you can alter reality with a kick and a punch, a sword slash would be. Yeah. he's gonna surgically cut out the parts he don't like. Yeah. I, I just feel like with how many swords he's got, there's gotta there's gotta be a point to this, right? Yeah. And where is he keeping them all? The same place he keeps all the books wherever he wants. <laughs> Meat space, interdimensional pocket. Well, since they are magic books, whatever. Couldn't find out. Tom was actually he was never a writer. He was uh he just spent a lot of time in prison. It's, uh, well, it's like you remember uh, he was at a keister like you, the best. You remember in zero one when they got knocked down, the keys just went flying apart. Yeah. Like where were they holding where those? Were, were, <laughs> They're in their shoes. In uh, in O's, he's uh, let's see, I'm trying to think of a good size comparison. They're coins, and they're about the size of like a silver dollar. They're okay. like about that big. Okay, yeah. But they're like a quarter of an inch thick. Okay, yeah, I, I got a visual on this. Okay, he carries forty of them. Yeah, so where? Yeah. <laughs> It's like 40 of them. It's like some ridiculous amount. He might as well have like a bandolier of rings, you know. Onk, his like side character thing, has a book that's like got foam and he puts them in like a car- coin collector book. That's where you're supposed to keep. Oh, okay. Like that's the toy for. Yeah. Okay. For, for uh, You'll see it in uh, the Gaia Memories of Fate. There's a suitcase where they keep like it's for uh, the uh, the Gaia Memories. It's a uh-huh. giant suitcase that can hold all uh, uh, 26 Gaia Memories. There's more than 26 Gaia Memories, but it's one for each letter. Um. That's like the com- that's like the set guy memories the the G- the Gen two key- memories like uh, Philip and Chitaro's memories are Gen two versus the normal one. Okay, yeah. So like there's the smoother ones. So. Okay, and there's like a full set of Gen two memory in the guy memories of fate, which is why it's called A to Z. Okay, yeah. Um, and there's like one for each of the letter there. There's more Gen ones for per letter, but all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, so that's like the idea of that's where you keep them. You keep them in this like little this suitcase and like the onk uh onk carries the uh the medals in a in a book and then they're uh Fos- I don't I think Fosey's is case too, but like Wizard has a chain that fits all of the um different rings on. Okay. But there's I haven't seen anything with the uh with Toma. Like I haven't seen anything with the uh, Yeah, like how how can you even slot in all those books? Oh so they're there is a way that you store them. There's like a little bookshelf thing that you put them in. Okay. It was the thing that like when uh, Daishinji was editing the thing, he pulled oh, the yeah, yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. They, they sell those little things for like display purposes. But but like, it's not like a unified one for all of the books. And it's also not like something you carry with you. No. You just like throw them in your pocket. Okay. And that's the same thing with like the keys right. in Zero One. There's like nothing really to hold them up. In double, they only have the six. And they only actually have three each, so that's not a big deal. They just hold them in the... Right. So that's 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 not a big yeah, deal. Yeah, you can put those in a pocket. Yeah. Because they're th- small, too. It's yeah. not like the one... Like, this book is sizable. It's almost the size of a, a phone or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I just don't understand where he keeps the belt. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. The belt... Or, uh, the same thing with Tom. Where does he keep that belt? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's okay. It just reminds me of 
one thing I really like about Kuga is that it's part of him, so you don't have to worry about where it came yeah. from. And, like, Wizard was the one that fixed that whole thing because all he needed was a ring, and he had one ring that could uh, summon the belt, and, and he just put it to his belt, and it, like, summoned the his actual full rider belt. Okay. And then he had... Uh, he had a belt that allowed him to reach into uh, magic space and pull out whatever okay, so he wanted. Okay, they explained the... Yeah, um, it explained why he... That's how he, like, drew his sword out every time. He, like, reached into space and grabbed the sword. But it's just like, <laughs> where's Toma keeping his sword? Yeah. And they pull it out randomly whenever. Normally, you have to, like, put the books in to draw them out, and that transforms you. But sometimes they just hold them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the rules are just like, whatever. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's not, that's not what you need to know. That's not what it's about. It's no. about it's about the it's about like the intensity. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, uh well, at least Rio, at least the others carry their swords around. Right, at all times. Not not the well, it's hard to say main 3 cuz Kento's dead. Um <laughs> Toma and Rintaro, they have to like put their belts on and stuff like that. Right. And the others, their belt, their swords are what transform them, so. Yeah, they have them. And so they just carry them around all the time. Which is weird for Rio because it's that big giant thing he's carrying around with. Him <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're so we're gonna go see how uh, yeah how this all ties together, how Slash handles all this, and uh, we will be back. <laughs> and we are back. So um, not what I thought, definitely, but I like it. Yeah, no, this episode. Um, but it helped out a whole lot. I think the fact that they burned us before, yeah, makes every episode good because every episode we're like they're gonna just burn us. This yeah, episode. we're just gonna be. This is gonna be a crap episode. This is gonna be a crap episode, and then you're just like, it's a pretty good episode. Yeah, and then, you, and then, uh, then we're like, but we have to like every episode we're like this is gonna be crap. Yeah, this is gonna be crap. Yeah, I, I have to. I have to pretend I'm gonna go in to watch a steaming pile of rancid feces, and so that way when I get solid gold, it's like oh. No, when you're just given not crap, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what happened with the uh, the Eric Bana Hulk movie. Everybody told me it was the worst movie oh. ever. Saw, and I went and watched it. And I'm like, eh, it's okay. Honestly, yeah, that's that's actually 100% my reaction to that movie. Yeah. It, was, it was one of those I went into it going, I don't even like the Hulk to begin with. And everybody told me it was the worst movie ever made and all this stuff. And I go into it. And I'm like, yeah. It's like okay, okay. yeah, it's me. Yeah. I, I I think my biggest complaint for that movie was something that ended up. Uh, it actually ended up pissing off all of Game of Thrones fans for one whole episode. But the, there's like an underwater fight scene where you can't see anything that's happening. Oh, yeah. Because I, I used to, I've never had, really had like super high quality TVs, at least growing up. Yeah. So watching it, I couldn't, I, I was like, what am I looking at? I, I saw it in the theater and I had no idea what was going yeah, on. Yeah, <laughs> I don't see what's going on here. Uh, so I don't know what's up with that uh, directing choice. Doing um, something underwater, uh, or at the least doing doing something in pitch black darkness, and then not doing anything to brighten it up. Like I understand you want people to feel like they're there. But... I I can handle that. What I can't handle is the shaky cam. Oh yeah, that too. Where it's just like you're what I think it was like the second born movie where like ninety percent of it was like handy cam. You're just like, <laughs> <laughs> especially in like a chase sequence. <laughs> yeah, not that it's disgusting. In that the I'm getting motion sickness watching this movie. <laughs> We had that in Kuga. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so anyways, in uh, this episode, it starts off with uh, Tassel. Yeah, Shadow Clone Tassel. Shadow Clone Tassel, you know, showing his, his unlimited uh, powers of being, like, whatever. Um, yeah, so there's three of him. Either he's a god or he's a Looney Tunes character. One of the two. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe both. both. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. he, he just does whatever he wants. But anyways, yeah, so yeah it, it's three of him talking. For some reason. Just super excited that Toma and, y and Yuri are, you know. Together. On the same page. But the others aren't, like, 
really uh, they're still against him. Yeah, it's like it'd be nice if the rest of the Swords of Logos were. But they on don't board. say the Swords of Logos. No. They say Rintaro and the others. Yeah, and the others. Yeah. So that's the, that's the important thing. It's like, and it said again later on. It's like Rintaro's the linchpin. Yeah, because he's like the swordsman, swordsman. Right. And uh, uh, Tom already screwed that up. So um. <laughs> So, uh, but like Rotaro's not the strongest, but he is the most dedicated. Yeah. Of the others, the others are willing to like, like bend a little bit. I think so. Because um, their whole lives have not been the swords. Yeah. So like Toma's like lives the swords of Logos. They raised him and everything. Like the yeah, others Rintaro. have, like, you know, Daishinji has like his sword, and then uh, Rint- uh Rio has his uh his kid, kid. and and. Kenzen has sugar, I'm guessing. And Kento. Ken, and he Kento. Had Kento. No, he had Kento. <laughs> and I think it's just addiction to crack cocaine. Yeah, right? it's it, definitely something no, they can bounce no, around. He's, he's addicted to speed. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> we, we don't want to judge too harshly. It could be speed. <laughs> <laughs> he looks healthy. Yeah, he looks healthy. So, you know, it's not bad. Uh, uh, he's a very energetic boy. Um, which is fine. Like in, uh, we'll come to this, but in Wizard. There's a character that bothered everybody. Yeah. And the problem was, and watching it and thinking back goes back, is what it was, is that the character was a child played by an adult. Ah. But they never said it was a, they never said that was the case. Okay. Yeah. I can see that right off the bat annoying me. Yeah. So, like, if you watch it and you watch it as, like, a kid, Hmm. like, this character would have been, like, a Goro or something like that. You'd be like, this would be fine. But because of how hard it is to have kids on shows, they just... Had like a nineteen-year-old playing. Yeah, so it's a bit much. I mean, he's literally he's got like a backpack and he wears shorts. It's like they give him the same outfit too. Yeah, he might as well have like leg hair and yeah, <laughs> something that he's like at shorts makes and him like look like an adult in a kid's and like, clothes and just freaky. Yeah, I mean he yeah he he was a kid, but he was played as an adult. And like when we go back and we get to that show, if I watch it as he is a kid and it's just like I'm watching like a weird um, <laughs> like uh, uh uh a weird like uh, what. Well, like a local acting troupe production of a show where, okay, they have, yeah. where they only have like nine people to do all the parts. And so like every, everybody's playing weird parts and I think that I'm like, okay, yeah, fine. you just let it happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if you jump into it without knowing, you're like, what am I looking at here? Well, like the whole point of that show is that, uh, hope when you lose out hope and you've been to despair, like a monster takes over and you become, it kills you to become a monster. Okay. Like, yeah. So what they do is they build up your hope and then the monsters take it away. Mm. And like his hope is he gets magic powers. Okay. And he's he's literally on TV demonstrating his magic powers that he learned from a children's book that is like a puta puta magic power and he's like shoots fire out of his fingers. And then he gets on national television to do it and it fails and he gets laughed and ridiculed at. Okay. And I'm like, that's totally like a kid thing. Yeah. That's a kid thing. <laughs> and then he's a main character of the show. <laughs> he's one of the... So he's just like eight years older than his character like, yeah, like suggests. Like, the actor is... Yeah. He's like I mean, that 26 year old And the actor plays it like a kid. It's just like... It, it took me a while to realize that. <laughs> uh, so anyways, uh, back to Tassel being a cartoon character. But um, so now it goes to... Uh, yeah, it's like Tassel and... Yeah, just, you know, going through the, the preview, or not the preview, but the opening, like, uh, this is just catch me up to speed if you've missed the last couple episodes. Yeah. Um, so we start right off with the way Toma should exactly be reacting to what we found at the end of the last episode. Yeah, May and Toma being like, why did you not tell us? Yeah, if you if you could have just ended this the whole time, we wouldn't have had to go through all that hassle of destroying the book and whatnot. And he's just like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, uh, It's like, well, you should, it's like, why do you, they, they're like, why didn't you tell me? He's like, well, you didn't ask. <laughs> and it's just like, you just have to say, use me. Come on here. 
And like Mesa's like, I respected her. We almost lost Yuki. What are you doing? <laughs> so this whole time, uh, you see Yuri, he he catches his like May slams her phone down on the table. Yeah. And he sees the phone. And so while they're having a conversation but, but May, with him, May's phone gets like a notification and he's just like, Oh Yeah, he's like he's trying to He's look at it, but he doesn't want everybody to know that he's interested in it. Yeah. And so, so he, like, while, scoots over. It's something to keep in mind while they're talking. Because they're, as they're talking about um, the Megiddo and, and destroying these books and stuff, we also get him reminding them that it's not just the Megiddo that yeah. they have to watch out for. There's, like, a true enemy. And uh, May points out logically, like, uh, yeah, the, the sort of Logos want the book and the swords back, but aren't they actually kind of, like, theirs and we're just kind of borrowing them yeah <laughs> and he, he explains you know that the originally the swords and books were distributed amongst the north and the south and like the south is wanting to get everything back together to to uh make the table of contents yes uh so that way they can find the book and all that stuff yeah which, you know it's, we've heard this before and so every single like he's he's inching closer yeah you he's know standing up and he's walking backwards and then like from behind his back he like blindly grabs it and, and he like totally steals her phone totally steals her phone <laughs> just steals her I didn't realize he was a thief. Like, I knew he was kind of liberal with everybody's possessions as far as, like, coming in and just throwing them around. Well, for but a thousand years, the only possessions were his. I suppose. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's fair. Like, we all, if he was just a sword the whole time, it so it, both things kind of make sense. If he was just a sword the whole time, he wouldn't have the concept of personal belongings and stuff like that. Mm. But then if he's just a normal person who became a sword, he mentally doesn't have the capacity to be alive for a thousand over a thousand years. Right. So, like, there's some deterioration there. That was like the thing. That was like the big thing between uh, the uh, in the game uh, Lost Odyssey. Mm, yeah, I, I didn't play it. I just read the the thing. I want to play that. But in, like one of the things in the show in the book, like spoiler alert, uh, in the game is that like you're there's these kids and you're going around and it turns out that they're actually his grandkids and he can't remember their mother because yeah. it's like was so long ago that he, his grandmother or something like that and he just like completely forgot. Yeah. I'll tell you right now. Full disclosure. Amazing game. It's well yes. worth your time. You'll love every minute of it. The only achievement I don't have is collecting all the items, and that's because I missed exactly one, and I know where it is, but it was I'm locked out of it, so here yeah. we are. So uh, they did something similar also in uh, Doctor Who. Uh, a girl became immortal, mm. and then because it's time travel, you met her like a thousand years later, and she like had forgotten her name, and she just called herself me. Okay. And she had to write journals to remember things. Right. So she only remembered the past like 50, 60 years or something like that. Okay. And yeah. like if she wanted to remember something, she had to go look in her own journals to see to remember <laughs> what happened in her past. Right. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a trip, man, because you'd be basically reading from somebody else's perspective. Yeah, because, I mean, 10 years ago, I was a different person. Yeah. Like 100 years from now, yeah. I'll be dead. But uh, it'd be, I'll be a really different person. I, I seriously, I sincerely hope that I'm dead in 100 years because that's going to be a, I'm going to be a tragic 130. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm already not in great shape now. I already, <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to be a puddle on the ground. Uh, so it goes to the bad guys and it has, I think uh, actually it goes to the Swords of Logos first, right? Yeah, it goes to the Southern Base. Yeah, it goes to the Southern Base. And um, so you would think you'd be like, so one of two things going on. If I was one of those sort of logos, so one of two things going on. Either these are the bad guys or turn on some freaking lights, okay? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it's always dark in it's there. It's so clear. dark in the southern base. <laughs> um, so Reka starts right off explaining that uh, people have gone missing, and it could be the Megiddo, but it could also be Toma. Well, so. she's like, she's like Toma protected. Well, they also are like, rightly, they're not all on board. No. Rintaro, right off the bat, says there's no proof of that. There's no proof. And she's like, so, well. She, there's, there's no proof that he did anything wrong. And I love Kento. He's like, believing, not Kento, uh, uh, 
Rin. Kenzen. He's Rin. He's just like believing Kento's killer isn't proof enough. Yeah. And it's just like, well, from his perspective, that is right. And from their perspective, it is right. Right. It, so it, so Reika, okay, so it's very clear Reika's trying to... Um, she's trying to draw parallels without actually like drawing parallels. She's like, he defended a Megiddo. Megiddo are making people missing. Yeah. Uh, so not not everybody likes that. You can see that Rintaro is still... The, the thing is that even though Rintaro is the first one to speak out against the, the philosophy, he's the first one to shut up and listen yeah. also. So you can tell it's the, the webs are, you know, they're being yeah. spinned. He's getting wrapped into it. And Rio steps up and he's like, hey. Well, he, he, there's a second scene later where the, he's actually um, talking it? to the boys separately. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. right now it's just her in the room. Yeah, it's hard because it keeps going back to the same scene. Yeah. Yeah. It's And there's nothing to really break it up. It's always the same kind of chairs and almost the same general setup. So yeah. It's a little confusing. Rake but. is keeping a leash on, on the guys. Yeah, yeah, she's definitely trying to manipulate things. Like she's, uh, you can tell she, she waits until she has the attention of everyone in the room too. And that's how you know. You're yeah. trying to manipulate she something. She looked everywhere. Before she even spoke, she like looked everywhere to make sure everybody was looking at her, and then she spoke. Yes. Um. So then it goes to the bad guys. Yeah, so now we go straight to uh, Legiel, and he's, like, raging out about how the book's destroyed. Like, it just got completed. There's good... Uh, I was like, I know there's never anything on this table, but there should have been something on this table for him to knock over. Right. That's just, like, they should have just put some books on the table so he can knock him over, because, <laughs> like, that's what you do at that point. Right. I'm you surprised see, he didn't just walk over to something and knock it over. Like, just like, <laughs> I gotta throw this chair. Table. I gotta throw this chair. <laughs> so anyways, what's funny is uh, uh, Zulus kind of pokes at it. It's like, well, does, what's the matter if it was finished? It was destroyed, so. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad. Yeah. But it's okay. We take, basically, he 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 says that it doesn't matter what happened to you because we've been doing our own thing anyway um and you see a kind of a, a clip scene of him getting making two of his own and story is making two of his own yeah and they're uh these are uh you fill in the gaps these are the missing people yeah yeah because the, the people that are missing um that she is now blaming on toma yeah. somehow it, rather than you know obviously the megiddo yeah. uh well, Tom was working with the Megiddo, isn't that obvious? <laughs> right, isn't that obvious? Yeah, he, he tried to save him. him. He protected a Megiddo, so that means he needs to be working with the Megiddo. Yeah, must be, he's, which he's means he's, he's now... killing babies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's, he's eating babies' faces. That's just the logical next step, right? <laughs> exactly. After, so after after you protect somebody, you obviously go and kill a bunch of children. We've learned this from Star Wars. <laughs> now, <laughs> so uh, Zuo says that. Um, Storius has found our next candidate, yeah. right? So before we go to the change in scenes, right, I just want to point out that during this whole little kind of clip montage bit, there's this scene where Zos is, like, flipping for no friggin' reason. Like, there's a dude in the background just doing his business, he's, and, and he's, he's, like, just, looking at the camera. Like, he's always looking towards us, and he just, like, does a couple flips, and then, ah, and grabs him with the book. I mean, if I could, I probably would, too. <laughs> he just flips everywhere, I guess. <laughs> Uh, so so this opens up a whole thing of like so where are these Megiddo people? Right. You know, that's that's at least four. Yeah, what have they been doing? That's at least four. And we learn we, we finally learn out like that uh fighting isn't necessary. Yeah. Um so it's like, is there just four dead people now? Yeah. <laughs> right. Are they dead? Yeah, are they dead? That's a good question. Like have the books been finished? Yeah. Because it's been a while. Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> well, I guess we'll be answered in the first, next couple episodes, right? Because yeah. they should be popping up. or Yeah, if, at the end of the arc, it turns out that there's a bunch of people who have been turned into it. And then they'll probably save their lives anyways. But, um, but I, So I propose a theory. If Rin is doing speed, then this one's definitely doing crack. Yeah. Or vice versa. So I'm just saying, if he is doing mm -hmm. crack, then that means this one's on speed. Because <laughs> this dude's like flipping out everywhere. They're just high on life. Yeah. <laughs> They're just really uh, energetic, like young people. So, so uh, yeah, he they, he explains that Storius is uh, going to the next guy, and that's when we get our scene change to uh, the ground floor. I guess it actually happening. Yeah. So it's uh, it shows a bunch of uh, model cars, mm -hmm. 
and it shows that there's this uh, this kid, and he's building a model. Yeah, a model diorama, something. It's like a castle with like a uh, it's got walls around it, and it's just a pool or pond. So it's like it's just something good out of just like random stuff you found in your house, pretty much. You know, yeah, it's like putting together brushery out of like green thumbs or whatever. And this is uh um just like how trains mm. are like. A pretty bit of hobby in Japan, but like nobody cares about them in America. Uh-huh. Uh, it's the same thing with models. Mm. Models, a model like uh, model tr- models, uh, not just like Gundams and stuff like that, but there's people who are hugely into like model cars, model planes, model boats, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. There's whole stores. I mean, there's stores devoted to it here, but it's like it's a bigger, it's a bigger thing. Yeah. Kind of like uh, also airsoft. Airsoft is really big over there. Yeah, because you can't own guns, but you can own replicas of guns right. that look almost identical, but are airsoft guns. Well, so yeah, we we have all that, and there are people, there are hobbyists interested in all this. It's just um, it, it's harder to find people be interested in it because there's more space. Yeah. You know, like there was this all concentrated. So, but like, yeah, but you also probably wouldn't see people like that in uh, like CSI. Yeah. But you would in like a Japanese show where like he the, the guy's like a totally normal guy and then you find out, oh yeah, he makes models. Right. Yeah. I seem to remember watching a drama once, I think it was actually Coffee Prince, where the main the main love interest was a guy that worked at a Lego making he he made the Lego sets. Oh, nice. That people would purchase. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, whoa, that's such an interesting yeah, job like, for a character to have. Somebody has to do it. I lived not too far from a Lego land when I was there. Like, yeah. I never went because yeah. I was like, whatever. I mean, that was the first time I ever thought, oh, yeah, there's a guy out there whose job is designing a set of Legos. And then somebody buys because you don't just buy Legos anymore. You buy Lego sets. It's sick. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, this guy's really into um, models, model cars, and now he's expanded. It, it, that's the feeling I get is that yeah. originally his entire thing was cars because he has so many of those yeah and then now he's working on this soul sort of uh diorama yeah it, um, and it turns out it's because you look outside and he's seeing wonder world yeah yeah so he's like he's transitioned to like making like fantasy sets and stuff like that yeah and then he looks over and there's this uh newspaper article and it's a picture of toma next to his train set yeah and i think we're getting the idea is that he made that then i guess so because it's like to- I mean, I can see it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he bu- he bought a bookstore just so he could tell stories to kids. Yeah, he gets a he gets a <laughs> at least a two two brownie points for me because that's pretty crazy. Because that's because we've talked about this. highly detailed. We've talked about this several times. This train set in the middle of the thing. It is sweet. Yeah, like I would have this. I would. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, because it's got like the the uh, the volcano actually like does like steam or smoke, yeah. and then the, the, dr- the dragon, dragon breathes, breathes fire. fire, and it's just like it's this really cool thing. But um, but I'm guessing the article was like his about him being a writer and stuff, and then mm. he saw this display. Uh, so then uh, it goes all dark. Yeah. Now, when I first saw this, I thought this is like this kid's stupid <laughs> because he looks over and then he looks really scared and he just stops. And then it zooms over and it shows that Storios is there. But but then I real and like he didn't like scream or do anything. But then I realized this kid's been seeing things for a while. Yeah, he probably just thinks he's hallucinating. Also, yeah, he probably <laughs> thinks he's tripping. You know, if I've been seeing the whales in the sky for the past two weeks, yeah. and just a guy appears next to me, I'd be like, dude, I'm just it's just another one. It's another one. Bad jalapenos, right? <laughs> <laughs> But I then, mean, also, it's it, it could also be a survival instinct. Like, you see the person, and you know there was a person there, but they're also dressed weirdly, and you're like, just if, okay. Just fro- froze. So then Story uh, uh, comes over to him and, like, puts the book into him. It says yeah. he's going to give him the power to make his dreams come true. Yeah, going to give grant that wish, essentially, which it could be, like, making models, I think. Uh, it's, it's either that or meeting Toma. Yeah. I'm not really sure which one he's referring to. Uh, by the way, guys, we had to switch subbers. Yeah. So... 
if there's any sort of confusion about names and such from this yeah. point on, that that's why. Because it's uh, it's not the best. Yeah. <laughs> it's not our first choice. Yeah. Um, it does it in a pinch. But anyways, the book he slams into him is, uh, what is it, Bar- a Barefooted King? Yeah, something like that. Barefoot yeah. King, something like that? Yeah. Um, and then we get our opening. Yes. So just a reminder that we haven't gotten to the opening yet. This is all 20, 25 minutes into this. Yeah, there was so much in this. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, it was the, um, it's actually not the Barefoot King. It's just the king. That's from what I could see, King Megiddo, because it's it's Oyasan, uh, it's Oyasama. Mm. That's so it's it's Osama, mm. not Oya. It's Osama. So O is king, Sama as in like thing. But uh, it looks like uh, why it was called Barefoot King is because like Megi is in Megiddo. Megi is a barbarian, Japanese barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> huh. And so I guess it's because yeah, we had to grab a, a quick translation of it. And so there was something so I think it's just supposed to be king. Okay. Like I don't think it's supposed to be barefoot king, yeah. but it's the yeah, because it's Osama Megiddo. Mm. So it's just King Megiddo, I think. I think it's just supposed to be king because that's the uh that's what it looks like. Mm. I mean it could be like a Japanese legend or something. Yeah. But I think it's just supposed to be King Megiddo. Okay. As in the uh but a like a story version of the king. Right. Um so, yeah, so, and I think that's supposed to be his, the the thing based on what's going on later, it's about building a kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, then that's, then it's the opening. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, this is the first time I noticed, it's been there the whole time, but there's that little scene where it's like the book opens. Yeah. And, uh, the three of them are walking down. It's, it's, uh, Toma, May, and Rintaro. And there's a big gap between May and Rintaro. Yeah. And it's at first you're like, oh, it's because they're separated. And I'm like, oh, no, it's because Kento's not in that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dead Kento, who only appears in the ending. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the suit, Aspada, appears all the time right. in the opening and closing. But, like, Kento, the actor who plays Kento, only appears in, like, one scene yeah. in the opening. Because when all six of them are lined up. And right. then one scene at the end where they're fighting over Eclairs. Right. <laughs> um, and I like it that way. Yeah. <laughs> So it comes back and Belle's on like a walking bridge. Yeah. And she's on the phone. I yeah. was, I still call her Belle. Her name's uh, Renka. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to say because it's Renka and then Reka. Reka is the uh, the sword. Reka. Oh, Reka. Reka is the sword and Reka is her. Yeah. <laughs> um. So she's on the phone and she says she's talking to somebody. We don't know who she's talking to. Taz. Um, <laughs> everybody we don't know is Taz. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on the phone. Telling and says yes. Uh, Ken uh, Toma has wielded the sword of light. He's the key we need for whatever, and she's like happy about it. And this is one of those things that bothers me. It's hap- It happened in uh, other shows too. We talked about it. Um, her phone flips closed. Yeah, but they still press the end button. Yeah, just flip it closed. Just flip it closed. Just, yeah, just I mean, it's it. a made-up phone. You can do whatever you want. Right. But like flip phones, if you hit the end button and then flip it closed. Why do you have a flip phone? Yeah. <laughs> just get a smartphone. Yeah. Yeah. That's just wrong. <laughs> I feel like, honestly, these days now, it's because people are used to smartphones, so it's not intuitive to just slam the lid shut. Yeah. But, I mean, okay, like, you and I, we, we grew up with uh, the, game, the Game Boy Advanced uh, SP. SP with the DS. You know, we've had, I've, I had a flip phone for, like, a whole 10 years. Yeah. Thing lasted forever. You just close the lid. Good enough. At the very least, it's... Next time you open it up, it'll be in the same you phone. Remember, call. Like, <laughs> do you remember like cha- charging your phone like once every four or five days? Yes, the good old days. Yeah. Where it wasn't like some app that just had an update and now it won't turn off. Yeah. 
Well, to be fair, calling it a phone is kind of ridiculous. It's a computer. My phone, like my my smartphone, like the phone on my smartphone is a rarely used app. Most <laughs> mostly to block spam phone calls. Um, calling it a phone is a lot like calling it a car a cup holder. Yeah, technically true. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. It does hold. Have you cups. heard about the super expensive game console coming out? Is it like a hundred thousand dollars? No, it's a Tesla Model X. Oh, <laughs> mm, okay. It's got a built-in game console. Well played. In it. Well played. Like literally, they advertised it as a game console too, so you can like, and it can like stream to multiple. Uh, mul- it can like play on multiple screens throughout the car. Okay. And I'm like, it's a self-driving car, I think too. So it's just like, dude, just sit, lay back, play some games. Yeah. <laughs> And they haven't reinstated it, but this is Tesla, so they might be making their own software. To, like, it's, they said it's going to be able to, it's going to be as, uh, the specs they've announced would be as powerful as a PS5. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they have, like, The Witcher 3 on it and stuff like that. I'm like, can you imagine being like, I'm going to go play some games, so I'm going to go out to my car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's $100,000. <laughs> It's a video game console that happens to be a car also. Yeah, you know. (laughs) Who needs the transportation? But anyways, so she closes the phone and walks off. And then it goes to... Uh, I believe it goes back to our Toma and, and you know, May and and Yuri. Yes. And so they're basically discussing how they're going to go about... um, Doing their things. Yeah. And so they they need to deal with the the trader in the midst. And uh, May's just like, you just need Rintaro, one of the others. Because Rintaro's the main one and one of those other guys. Yeah. Plus, I think it's also that she still trusts Rintaro. Like, she's still kind of... Like, she got upset that he didn't see exactly their point of view. Yeah, I'm telling you, if May was there, uh, Rintaro would be on their side right now. Yeah. Uh, They're totally hooking up there. And she's (laughs) telling Toma that, well, maybe you should talk to Rintaro. I was like, well, no, May, I think think you should talk to Rintaro. It seems like you've got the in there. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And they mentioned something about also... uh, he goes up to Yuri. Yuri is like got his back to them, and he's trying to mess. Yeah, with he's the trying phone. to hide the phone from their view, and he's trying to mess with it, but he doesn't know how to activate it because his fingerprints aren't uh, hers. Yeah. So, or it's a newer phone. It's like it recognizes it's not her face. Yeah. He mentions that what they need to do is they need to gather all the ride books and the swords so that way they can reveal the true enemy. Yeah. So in a yeah, way, if they gather them all together. Th- the enemy will come. Yeah. So it's the way it's like that's what they want to do, but you want to do it where you have everything in control. Yeah. Instead of just letting them do. Yeah, it Yeah, you all. don't want to just give up the books and the sword. Because then when the enemy shows up, you've got nothing to deal with it. Yeah. So you want to gather them all together so because the enemy will come then. Yeah. And then Toma brings up, he's like, uh, he mentions up, a, he mentions about uh, Luna. Yeah. So they, and then and then we'd be able to uh, find Luna or whatever. And, and Yuri doesn't really respond to that. But then he's like, do you know, do you know Luna? And he's like, oh, is that that girl that disappeared into the book? And so they kind of have a back and forth about that. Uh, the Toma believes it's his fault. Yeah. She's uh, and May, who was not there at all, yeah. says, "Oh no, it wasn't your fault." She's like, "Who? Yeah, I could have pushed her. I don't know why you." What are you talking about? You weren't there. It's quiet. You're, you're not helping at all. Um, and, uh, so Yuri mentions that she's not in Wonderworld. He hasn't yeah. seen her. Yeah, and then he does like a magic trick, and he uh, produces a magic book that he doesn't that he open it gives to uh and just tells him what's in the book. But uh, it's for like Toma to read later. Yeah. Um, and he says that like a long time ago there was a woman who was the I guess the first one to connect Wonder World to the normal world. Yeah. And so and that like flashes back to something that Kento's dad said about how Luna was special. She's the bridge. She's the gap yeah. between the world. I'm honestly getting such huge never-ending story vibes from this whole series, man. She what what was the, she had a hippie weird name that they gave her at the end. Oh, you're talking about never-ending story. Moonchild. Yeah. <laughs> Moonchild was what the girl's name was given. 
Her name is Luna. Yeah, you you see what I'm saying, dude? Come on. <laughs> like, and like the the dragon, uh, Falcor is a dragon. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not saying that it's straight up a ripoff or anything like that, because that's if not it, the if, case. If, if his if his uh if his bike drowns in a bog of despair, <laughs> you see, yeah, you see. <laughs> Point. You see my point. I was, come on, come on, Johnny, do it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, because even there was a giant turtle. Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, never ending. St- they're about the same thing. They're yeah. about magical stories. Yeah. It's a, like that's that. that's the reason why it's not it's not actually a ripoff. It's just that you know it was a, it was a popular story or a popular popular movie, so it's gonna be relevant. Yeah. When you're trying to think back to like what story should we rip off of? Like what should we do here? Yeah. When so. you think about like fantasy stories, because it was about a book. Yeah. A boy who like. Got and it was a very it. typical story where you're like having a journey and you're doing yeah. your thing and you know. Yeah. yeah. Um I'm just saying that it just occurred to me that it's like wow, bridge connected in, little girl. Yeah, and, and then the fact that the She's in white. They moon called her Luna, Luna. Yeah. Moon Child, yes. Anyways, uh uh so that makes so is Toma the boy or is he Atreyu? It, it, yeah. What? Then who <laughs> wait, then if he's the boy, then who's Atreyu? Yeah. If he's not, then who's the boy? Yeah. What? <laughs> Now I mean, he's probably both. Yeah, you find out he's the boy and Atreyu. Yeah. You couldn't choose. It's not okay to have two different stories. Well, of course, the boy is Tassel. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was the one, the first one that helped. Yeah. He was the first. He, no, he's he's reading the whole story. He's he's reading, and it turns out that that's the only reason anything exists, because he's reading the yeah, Tassel was the one that helped connect the two worlds the first time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. And then. Uh, so, yeah, he says he's not in Wonder World. Um, she's the the connection. He's got the book, and Toma opens the book to like read it, and that's right when uh the phone alarm goes Ma- off. May's phone alarm goes off, and May's just like, hey, "Oh, what are you doing with my phone?" Yeah. <laughs> and he fiddled with it too much. It was really at first. I thought it was like a little kid's um, like one of those alarms they're supposed to carry, like oh, Stranger yeah. Danger. Oh, no, you press yeah, the no, thing. it's it was it was a, a notification. It was a, like an alarm notification about a news story. Okay. So she's probably has it set up that like big news stories get her notifications so that she can help tell them and all this stuff. And it was the news story that a bunch of people have been mi- disappearing. Yeah. So they're like, this must be the Megiddo like doing the thing. Right. And they're like, okay, yeah. You know? It's like, I think at that exact moment, she gets a call from Yuki, right? Yeah, it gets a phone call from Yuki. And so they're at that, this... I was never expecting to see Yuki again. No, no. I, I wasn't either. I thought that that was a one and done thing. Well, two and done or whatever. Yeah, like one story and done. Yeah. And then Yuki, they, they're like in their office. She's in like, they're in a conference room. Yeah. This is where the police meet in, in Kuga. And um, <laughs> it's just a generic Yeah, office. it looks different. Yeah, yeah. generic <laughs> office. And she, Yuki is like super energetic yeah, about Yeah, super it. excited. She's like, what happened? Out. You know, I was just, I was seeing this world and I get turned into a monster and like, what happened to that and sword? And when did you get all these swords and skills? Because she knows Toma as a writer. Yeah. And so now here he is, like, a super great martial artist swordsman with superpowers. Yeah. And, like, Yuri's there, and he's just, like, at first he's, like, looking at the TV, and then a kettle, an electric kettle starts going off, and he goes over, he's like, ooh. And she's just like, I was thinking about writing a news article about it, but nobody would believe me. And she's like, what's going on? And then just out of nowhere, uh, Yuri just grabs her face. <laughs> yeah. Shoots some uh, some light energy into her skull. And- so this, this must make sense. So he is not just light. He's light and psychic. Yeah, he straight up... <laughs> He straight up oh, MIBs her, man. Yeah, he, he raises her memory, and he's just like, well, those memories won't make her happy. Yeah, so there's no use carrying him around. <laughs> and and then, she's like, oh, Meg, what are you doing here? Toma? And then she's like, oh, is this a new author? And Toma's just like, you could do this? And yeah. it's, it's like the, that running joke is like, he just never asked. Right. Yeah. Well, it's at first they're freaking out because, you know, they don't know what he's doing. Yeah. He's, he's, he's like, in their mind, is he killing her? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, we separated her. Now I can kill her with my own hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So yeah, he's a light and psychic type sword. So um, <laughs> so that allows him to do all sorts of other things. Right. Um, he does something later that actually makes sense for being light for once. Right. But, uh, so uh, the book he, flashes. Yeah. So he's just like yeah, so, which is funny. So it's just like her memory's been erased of all of the magic stuff, and all of a sudden a magic book goes off right in front of her. Yeah, and that's not addressed. <laughs> I'm assuming I'm assuming it's addressed off camera. Oh, she's gonna be like, oh, it's just a new app or whatever. But yeah. it's kind of like, what was it that was it in? Uh, it was in MIB. When they erase the memory of the doc, the doctor the first time, yeah. and they stand around talking for a while, and, and she starts she's, to ask questions again, and, she's again, like, and they reflash her. And, he's like, <laughs> and, he, and Jay has to like put up the cam. It was it was Jay. Jay had to put up his lenses. He's like, like whoa, 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 whoa. you're gonna give her brain cancer. Never get anybody brain cancer. <laughs> you ever flash your thing, me? Because <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't know. <laughs> you wouldn't know. Um. Uh, so uh. So, so yeah. So it's a warning, and it is uh. It's. It's the warning, and it is the 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 king. Yeah, king. He's he's creating a wall of of cars. Yeah, he like casts a magic spell and gathers a bunch of cars. And he's yeah, building... Maggie Dunk, Bobby Boo. <laughs> yeah. So I'm guessing what it is is he's trying to build his kingdom, and that's mm. how he uh as a king, that's how he writes his story. Yeah. Because like that's Dorios's ones is there about writing a story, mm. and so maybe that's what it is. Is like stories ones do things that like, and that's why the uh, legends ones just always fight. Mm. Maybe that's what it. Because I, I remember it was like there was the. Um, I'm trying to remember what stories is the Anton the Anton the. Oh, uh, he was gr- the first one. The Anton the okay. Grasshopper, and they like weren't about the second fighting. One that is because the first one was Golem. Yeah, it wasn't about like fighting. It was just like about building a colony or whatever. Yeah, the ants taking over that part of the city. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that theory. I hope that continues because yeah. that makes perfect sense. And then, because uh, in this case, yeah, he's not going out there just destroying people. He doesn't care about the people. He's just building a giant wall of cars that will, you know, probably crush something here and there. And there but, are people in those some of those cars. Yeah, because he pulls them right off the road when they're driving. It. <laughs> um, and so Tomo shows up and he's like, "Oh, another Megiddo," and he goes to slap the belt on, and the king's just like, "Retreat!" <laughs> <laughs> so, um. I, I do like that he runs away right off the bat. I, I do want to mention that. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, again, you're thinking it's just going to be a straight-up fight like it is every time. And then he's just like, retreat, he's out. And this is when Legio, uh, Storio shows around the corner. He's just like, there's no need for this one to fight, pretty much. Mm. And so that that's, right. that's what points out. It's like, because we were wondering, it's like, do they have to fight? Yeah. Or maybe some of them do and some of them don't. Right. Yeah. yeah. Some of them just have to complete a task. Yeah. So it just really makes you curious about what's going on with everybody else's uh Yeah, because if, like, if they're like, one, at least two of them are stories. And who knows what uh, Zeus is happening? Yeah, to do. at least two each yeah. that we know of. Well, three for story, two for Zoo, one for Legio, which didn't work out. Yeah. So he's definitely the low man on the on the totem pole. I'm yeah. feeling like now he's kind of the useless one. Yes. <laughs> but anyways, uh, our our next big scene, because um, I feel I don't feel like there's any minutia in between there either. I think it goes straight to the the boys now. They're all yeah. in that room by yes. themselves. Rake is not there. Yeah. And they're having that discussion that you were uh, touching upon yeah, earlier, it, where it was just like. Uh, yeah, uh, Rio is just like, hey, we haven't seen him do anything wrong. Yeah, because okay, straight straight up, this every this entire conversation and and the little bit after it, it's seriously, it was so good. Yeah, because it's like finally somebody being an adult. Yeah, talking rationally. What the heck? I was not expecting this when I went into this episode. And <laughs> yeah. It's just so good because it's a trip. Yeah, he's there's no proof that he's done anything. Cool your jets. Like 
uh, Ren's, Ren's just like, he believed Kento's killer. Yeah, how is that not proof? And he's like, you need to cool it specifically and like <laughs> yeah, rubs his head. He's just like, yeah, okay, um, you so, need to calm down. Because <laughs> the first thing he says is to Rintaro, because it was like one of those things where he can see his Rintaro's having doubts. Yeah. And he's like, well, nothing is in, you know, nothing's set in stone. Yeah. And then he points at, you know, Kenson's like, hey, cool your freaking jets. And then he's talking about how, he's basically saying that regardless of what, and this is how I've taken it, I don't know if this is actually what he's saying, but regardless of what Reika's saying, so the, admit that part as me yeah, adding my own ad lib, our mission as the Swords of Logos is to defeat the Namigidu and save people. Yeah. Right? That's So he's like, this is the mission. And the reason why I say that's counter to what she said is because she was saying that we need to gather the swords. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's basically like Reika is like telling oh, them. He said we need to save Sophia is what he said. Yeah. Reika's all like, swords, swords, swords. Yeah. Get Toma back in. Get Toma's stuff. And Rio's just like, okay, our first mission is to fight Megiddo and then find Sophia. Yeah. That's what we need to focus on. Yeah, right now. that's that's that is what he says. Yeah, and everything else is me just being like I feel like that he's specifically saying that because they just had a conversation with Reka. Where Reka's just like where, swords, swords. Yeah, <laughs> it's like three or four conversations. She keeps saying that, and then at a certain point now, it's like this is getting weird. Yeah, like this is a very weird. Uh, you're you're trying a little too hard. Yeah, and so it's cool because Rio is just like taking the charge as you'd expect him. Yeah. And it's like, it's almost like he hasn't had to in so long because Sophia's been taking control of everything. Yeah. It's just like, now he's just like, okay, well, this isn't going to like fix itself in two minutes now. Right. We should do something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so the, he and, and uh, Daichinji, they're walking uh, by themselves now. So it's the, adult, the adults talking, the yeah. veterans. So the people that aren't <laughs> covered in emotion right now. The two of them are walking like they're <clears throat> in an underpass and they're talking and... uh. The, the general idea of the conversation is that they're having some doubt about uh, Reiki's motivations. Daishinji says that Yuri was like, we shouldn't trust the Sword of Logos. Yeah, because it's something about it. I, I, can't the, remember, I can't quote it, but it was like, um, it needs to be set on, it's set on the wrong path or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's on the wrong path. And so he, Daishinji's just like, well, and I don't think one of the original swords would lie. Yeah, our founding, yeah. It, Forefather, I, it, yeah. Forefathers, because the, the, they're... they're the light and the dark are the first two swords. Right. And uh, this is something we were talking about earlier. You were talking about just like the when the sword of like light from a thousand years ago tells you something, you should pay a little attention yeah. to it. So I'm glad that that actually, rang, you know, <laughs> comes reverberated up. a little and, bit. And like Rio's just like, yeah, I mean, I, I like, I trust. He's just like, I'm not ready to just say, yeah, screw the sword of logos right oh, now. Yeah, that was one thing he did say to Rintaro and, and Kenzen, uh, to Ren and, and Rintaro is that, uh, he might know something. Toma might oh, yeah. know something that Toma we're not might in, be in the, the loop, loop on. Something that we don't know about, right? So then there might be more to the picture than we're seeing. Yeah, which is relevant. Yeah, because he he has. But um, so and then back in there, back then when uh, then farther on when uh, the two of them are talking, he's like, "Well, I'm not ready to just give up on the sort of logos yet, but we need to keep an eye out." Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like a, there's no proof that there's a um a traitor, but we might as well check just in case. Yeah. Uh, everybody keeps saying it. We should at least check it out. Yeah. You know, it's safe to just keep an eye out. And then Daishinji says, well, okay, I want to find out about them by crossing swords with them. <laughs> yeah. I want to go, I want to go cross swords with Rekka and the Sword of Light. Yeah. And, and he's specifically talking about the swords, not the people. Yeah. And, uh, and so he's like, okay, well, then I'll take care of our boys while you yeah, I'll go keep do that. It, I'll keep the, I'll keep the other guys in check. <laughs> you go do some recon. Yeah. And, and, uh, this is cool because it's like, this is them being the veterans and knowing what's up and yeah. how to do things. Even yeah, after it's a getting weird over, way of doing it, but there's weird swordsmen anyway. I, I like that, okay? Because at first, their their initial reaction was they find out that somebody might betray them, okay? They try to calmly address the situation and take the weapons before it gets out of hand. Yeah. But then it gets out of hand. Yeah. So now that it's out of hand, 
they're not continuing it. They're not trying to perpetuate the situation. Yeah. It's like they're now, okay, stepping it back. It's not, they've, they've now, as veteran swordsmen, eliminated their own stake in the game, which is they don't want to be betrayed yet again. Yes. <laughs> for a third time. And so it makes sense because Daishinshi, like, uh, this is how he communicates is by sword fighting because right. he's not because he he trusts the swords more than he trusts people mm-hmm. and he's not very good with people that's the idea right and so that would that also brings up makes sense about why he fought uh, Yuri last episode yes uh, but he didn't get his answer then so he wants to ask again right uh huh so yeah it's it's cool so it's like the two of them doing their their thing so right. next is uh King building some walls yeah. Because uh, the wall is everywhere. I mean, that's really the default state. Political joke you. if you want it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, insert. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening to this and that joke makes no sense to you, you live in a much better world than yeah. we do. <laughs> so, uh, so he shows up and then he runs away pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's what he does. So uh, we our, our very next scene is is Toma back at his place. Yeah, Toma's, like, Toma's walking back into his place. And they were like, why does he keep running? And May says a funny line. like, maybe because he saw me. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, no. <laughs> and so then they, they just hear, hello. And they're like, hello. And they're like, what the? <laughs> yeah. So, so there's the kid. And he's. Does he's, he ever lock the door? No. I don't, honestly, like. Well, Everybody just shows up at his house. <laughs> there's so much valuable stuff in there. Yeah. Well, it's like. Uh, it's like they only have so many like regular sets. So it's <laughs> so, like they always end up there. So the kid, he introduced himself as uh, like Kojima Shingo or something like Shingo, that. Shingo, yeah. Yeah. And um, they, you know, obviously they're like, who are you? Who are you? Basically. And, and he points out, he's like, he's like, hey, I, I saw this, read this article, and it was an article in a newspaper about Toma. Yeah. And he's like, oh. And he's okay. just like, he's like, and this, and this, and this. And he's like, oh, so you're like not about my books. You're about my models. Yeah, because he's pointing out the model, uh, <laughs> just, all the stuff, how great the detail you know is. This could be like an ongoing thing throughout the story where like we just find out Toma's just doing everything. Yeah. He's just like, he's like, he's an author. He's a shop owner. He builds models. And like, I, I would be like fine if they're like, they're like, Thomas is like, oh, my exhibition of artwork is on on th- this weekend, and like Gary's like, what? What? It's like, oh yeah, I, I paint on the side. Yeah, yeah, and that's why he's got like stupid clothing. He yeah. designs his own, so it's okay. Yeah, he's always he's, been in the high fashion, fashion show. He's like, <laughs> he's just into everything, and just writing the books is just how he makes his money. Well, he's creative. I yeah. can see it. Yeah, if it was know. just any creative thing. Yeah, it's an outlet. Yeah, because uh, I mean, I'm sure he's made like pop up books or flip books. You it's, know, it's kind of like. In like comic books and movies, when you have a smart person, yeah, they're yeah, they're generically smart. Yeah, it's just like I'm really smart, so that means I could be an engineer, a chemist, a doctor, a lawyer, and it's just like, dude, those are different skill sets. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's really not as simple as ha- you know having a high vocabulary and yeah. knowing some math. You can't. <laughs> yeah. It's not a one size fits all kind of thing. Yeah, it's like those are different skill sets. It's just like being a painter and an and a and a uh, a sculptor and a writer. Those are different skill sets yeah. but he's generically artistic yeah we're not all tony stark <laughs> so yeah he he's the kid goes over and uh i think actually this is where he's like hey, you know we're the same or whatever because he's uh, excited no, it's, he's it's like oh you, you you like uh dioramas and and models he's like yes i love them very much and he's just like yeah that's cool and then he goes over and shows him his his yeah the little model that he was making the, and, and like may and uh Toma are like, yeah, this is sweet. It's like totally badass. But it's like, dude, being able to do this because it's basically just cardboard. Yeah, and it's actually really good for like just what it is. Yeah, the, you kid, know? the kid was saying that he, you know, he wants to make his own town, the town yeah, from he, his dreams, and he, he's like, Toma's like, oh, I, I always make my stories from my dreams, so, um, uh, you know, 
you just keep it up, essentially. So probably what it means is all creativity comes from Wonder Woman. Yeah, <laughs> I can see it. I honestly can see that it's, being the ultimate thing. Like we can't nuke Wonder World or else. All people, all yeah, <laughs> that, like all of humanity's like visions and stuff come from Wonder World. Then Toma has to destroy Wonder World. So uh, he double the kid doubles over in pain and drops yeah. his model. And I was totally thinking this was going to make a Wish Foundation way. For a second there, I was like, wait, was he always like having a terminal illness and that's why he couldn't leave the house and why he's in the yeah. models and this is where this is going? No, it's 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 the monster taking over. Yeah, it's it's just he's having um monster tags. Yeah, because one of the lines that the the king said was that his stomach was itchy. Yeah. Like every once in a while after he's like, you know, bobbly be doing his stuff and dropping cars, he just all of a sudden was like, my stomach's itchy and he's scratching it. So uh, when he's doubled over in pain, he's clutching his stomach and then he kind of hides, he's like got his back turned and he lifts up his shirt and you see it like kind of a multicolored sort of. Yeah, like the, the monster form or whatever in his stomach <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, so he rushes out. Yeah. I think what it is is that's where his book maybe is. Yeah, because I, I, I do remember it, it kind of getting slammed, and he was hunched over a table, so there's yeah. only so much space that stories could slam. Oh, I was into. also thinking about like double, where the the guy memory just is wherever inside of you. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> And so he runs out, and Toma follows him because he's a kid in pain running out. Right. Um, and it was very awkward and sudden. Yeah. So he's following, and the kid runs around the corner, and he's like, Shingo, Shingo, what's up? And then he turns into the, uh, the king. Yeah. He's like, oh, is you all along? Surprisingly, this king looks uh, reminds me a lot of the Burger King. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. It's yeah. a whopper. It's a whopper. <laughs> so um, he's just like, uh, so May has also been dragging Yuri out of the shop, and Yuri's picked up a comic. The, uh, the sword man. Comic. And yeah. And he's running out. And he's reading it. He's just engrossed in reading yeah, it. Yeah, sword cross man or yeah. however. It's it's actually um so uh we'll come back to that later. So um so yeah. So uh yeah, so apparently he, he pulls a fill up from double where he's just for, forget everything else. Yeah. I don't even hear you talking to me right now. I'm reading this book. Yeah. Um and that's basically To be fair, I've read some comic books I'm pretty gross by, but if there was a big fight going on, I'd probably know. Yeah. Um so uh <laughs> Toma has basically it's so that they can have some time to kill where Toma has to fight. Yeah, and Yuri's just not solving everything. Yeah. So uh, when you have the the answer and you don't want to solve it yet, you have to come up with something. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Toma Hinchins, they're fighting. Um. He has a flashback to two seconds ago when he was talking to the kid for the first time. Yeah. And you know, doubles down on wanting to save the child because yeah, they have such a connection. Close connection. Like, like, he's acting like this is his childhood friend. That's what I'm saying. It's. <laughs> But from what we understand, Toma makes friends quick. He's like, that's his superpower is making friends. Right. Uh, so um, so then Yuri finishes the comic. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I see what's going on. And he henchins. So there's two things here. One, he says, I see what's going on. And he's talking, I think, at the same time about the fight going on and the comic book itself. Uh-huh. So the other thing is, is that uh, this comic book is in English. It is? Yeah. I was it, not looking at all. Yeah. This comic book is, is, is English in the bubbles. And uh, so it's not because there is a line. I can only see one line from the comic book. And he says, I am X hero. Hmm. So it is not cross man. It's it, X man. It, it's sword X man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unless it's supposed to be cross in that, but it would be X. If it was in English, it would, it wouldn't be the X. It would be a cross. Right. So, I mean, it's probably just wrong English because they're so Japanese person. Throwing yeah. Together, but. But like yeah, so it's it's also like this gigantic bubble on the page with like five or six words on it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's 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 Sword X Man. Yeah, it's a the, very poorly formatted comic book. A lot yeah. of wasted space. Well, they're not used to the full uh, eleven and a half inches. Right. They're used to uh, 
the smaller one. I thought about making a penis joke, but <laughs> I'm just not going to stoop that low. <laughs> you just you just did by saying you didn't. <laughs> you, just made the, you made a joke about not making the joke. Um, so anyways, so uh, then Yuri transforms, taking the comic book with him. Yeah. Uh, and he goes, he's going to go to Toma to help Toma. Yeah. Cause he's, and then uh, Fireball off to the side. Yeah, Astorius is there. He says that, you know, I just don't want you interfering with this. This is what I noticed. Is it just me or is Sturgis is like one hair thing getting longer? No, I was going to mention it because it's seriously like all the way down to his waist now. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to tell because he's 90% sitting down. Yeah. And the other like then like 8% is just head up. Right. And, so, it, <laughs> and I, I can't trust my eyes at all on this show because of You tassel. missed a bird on a yeah. guy's shoulder. <laughs> it, it wasn't like... It wasn't like it was a color that normally blends in with things. Red sticks out. Yeah, it's it, it, a bird, a nest, and a branch on a guy's shoulder for the entire show. Yeah, so I, I can't trust my eyes with this. There's yeah. so much that goes on in an episode of yeah. Saber that yeah. I could have very he could his hair could have got shorter for all I know. Yeah, but yeah, it was super long because it like got in his way when he raised his hands. Yeah, because <laughs> he. If, if you haven't seen the show, he has, like, short hair, but he's got, like, one clump of hair. It's not even, like, a bang. It's, like, off to the side uh-huh. that is just all the way down to his waist. Right. It's just straight hair all the way yeah. down to his waist. Yeah, it's not like it's even a braid either. It's... No, just a clump of long hair. <laughs> like, like, he's been cutting all his hair except for that one since he was born. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he, he transforms. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. Yeah, so he transforms and he makes a couple copies of himself. So now yep. there's three of them. There's three stories. The three act structure, as, you, as I like to say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that makes sense. That could be exactly why they chose that too. Except I hadn't for, even consider that. Uh, yeah. Uh, and so when he goes into a jap, when he if he goes into a, a Japanese story, there would be five because there's a five act structure mm-hmm. in uh, Japanese plays. A standard there's like a standard five act structure. I think it's five or six. But yeah, they they have like we have the standard three act structure, but in like traditional Japanese uh, like plays and okay. musicals, there's a five. It's a five. I think it's five. There's a five act structure. Um, where like and each one has like a rising and a falling action to the act and it moves into the second one. So, but yeah, this is three. I, I thought it was funny. He's a three three stories. This is three act structure, or he's a trilogy. Right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so which one is uh, the Empire Strikes Back? No. <laughs> right. Right. So. They're all fighting against Toma and working Toma. Yeah, and it's going. It's 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 Toma's trying to fight back, but he he's on three books, so he thinks three books might be able to take him three. So three books, he could probably handle one. Yeah, he'd be able to like fight one. Didn't Storyus did this before? He did this before. Yes, when he was fighting Slash. Yes, I I just remembered that. Yeah, he did it before, and it was taken care of because Slash had the the three pigs. Three pigs, yeah. yeah. Instead of like hearing the heart of the true one, he just multiplied himself. Also, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think actually one one version of Storyus was fighting uh, Yuri, I believe, because they're no, clashing swords. Well, Yuri like comes back. Yeah. In a moment. Oh, because after he gets blown off, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's three against, uh, and then when Yuri comes back, he's battling against him, and Yuri says, well, he's like, oh, this is an interesting technique, but it's nothing against my holy light. Now, yeah. light destroying illusions or shadows, because they burst into shadows. Yeah. This type chart makes sense. Yeah. This is something you expect from light. Yeah. Yeah. Not just destroying ice. Yeah. Or erasing memories. Yeah. What? <laughs> it's like, isn't like... I can see it like getting rid of a curse, like a, like a memory that's even, put in your brain. Yeah, a false memory, because it re- reveals the truth. Yeah. But no, hiding the truth? <laughs> yeah. It's like, what's well, going on? Well, Bl- I guess blinding light, maybe? <laughs> yes. Can you just fry some of these brains? Yuri can just do whatever he wants. He's he's like a level three. Yeah. He's evolved form. Sword of Light's OP. Yeah. I, I think f- that, that's the point. That, that's the point they're showing. Yeah. It's like, and they have to make him a goofy character who can't handle situations. Otherwise, he'd just solve all their problems. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's too strong for the story at this point. Yeah. So he needs to be written out of it. 
uh, in clever ways or else, you know, completely write the character off like Kento. Yeah. Um, but he wasn't too strong. You, you get my point. Yeah. So uh, he was too, he was too, po- his brooding was too powerful for the show. He needed to be, he needed to be calmed down simply. When yeah, he comes now Rintaro back, is brooding. Yeah. But when he comes back, everybody's brooding level will, game would be up leveled and then he will be more on level with the rest yeah, of them. Yeah. He's that. like regular brooder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, Daishinji shows up. Yeah, because so the the two that he he blows away is the one that was he was fighting was a, a clone, and then the the real one is clashing with Toma. Toma, yeah. So as soon as he's about to join the fight, oh, he turns into the shadow self. Yeah, he gets the shadow self because he's like, okay, well now we're gonna go into the fight, so I need to lower myself again, make me weaker. And uh, uh, it's kind you, of interesting because when he notices that Dai Shinji's behind him, uh, I like it. They turn the, the suit sword, actor has his hand turning, where the sword is the one leading the shadow. So it's yeah. pretty cool. Uh. And so uh, Daishinji attacks because he wants to learn this, his heart or whatever. Right. And so they start fighting, and it turns out that Daishinji's OP, too. Dude, Daishinji has been going easy on these foos because, okay, so the light, the, the sword of light's like, okay, let's see you take up, you know, with this, a psycho slash, whatever it's called, I can't remember. But um, it's like his big energy slash, and uh, Daishinji is like, oh, I see this is, you know, like he sees it in front of him. He knows that he can't take it full on, so instead he just does this totally sick reversal yeah. where he like shoots it to the side while using his other hand and flips it around and then comes in from the other side with the slash. Yeah. And it, it was just like a really cool uh, bit of sword play. Yeah. And Yuri's impressed, by the way, like throughout their fight in this episode. He's like, oh, this is the swordsman of sounds. This guy good. gets it. Yeah. And, um, but um, one thing I really like about this is that usually, okay, up to this point, um, and especially in anything shonen related, anything meant for young Japanese children, they're just going to narrow mindedly focus on the task regardless of the things going on around. Yeah. But I absolutely love that Slash switches targets. Yeah, they, they're switching back and forth because uh, King comes in and then like Slash comes in. They're like going back and forth. They're switching targets all the time. Yeah, because Slash switches to, uh, I want to say, Storios, right? Yes, he assigns Storios and he demands to know where Sophia is. Yeah, because it's like even though he's he wants to test the blades the others he's he's also like oh wait they, they t- as far as he knows he's like they kidnapped sophia there's yeah. a good chance to like get some information and he's just like where's sophia and then like storios is like what yeah oh, what you did about? you lose your your northern guardian <laughs> like he mocks him when he finds out <laughs> right and i think i think this kind of puts um slash off guard because he was ex- at least expecting him to, to mock him about about having her yeah or I, I don't story is they wouldn't lie about it yeah i don't think he was expecting him at the very least to be playing ignorant if, if yeah. anything you He's know like, what? I don't know what oh did you lose her yeah that so sucks man <laughs> the the king megiddo takes advantage of this and shoots a, a blast yeah. of energy because i can't remember what he says right before he does it because he just keeps making like stupid fantasy quotes or yeah. just whatever he does um but he's up to this important. point, he's, he's not yeah, up to this point, he's not technically been in the fight because that's the thing is he's not about fighting. And I think what it is is like his wall reaches a level that he can actually start fighting back. I think what it is. I think so. Yeah, because like, like his kingdom is growing or whatever. Like, yeah, like he's he's able to like do things now. So yeah. now he's able to fight back. So now it turns into uh, he attacks uh, King attacks uh, Toma, mm-hmm. and Toma's just like okay. Uh, so t- says Yuri. He's like, you can do this. You you really can like save them. Yeah. And he's just like, he's like, use me and find out. Okay. Yeah. And so <laughs> when he goes over to, so he goes over to slash King with Yuri, but he gets attacked by. Well, Storios. he goes to grab Yuri. Yeah, that's what it was. Because uh, the shadow Yuri is gonna hand him over, and then Storios is like, nope, that yeah, would not. Yeah, can't have you doing that. Yeah, that would not go yeah, well get with that what shit I want. Out of here. <laughs> so that leaves Slash open now to fight 
King. King. Which he does. And uh So he goes over, he's attacking him. He's obviously he could he could might you know wipe the floor with this. And Toma could too, but that's and, not that's the thing, is like Toma's right. not about like kill. So like, Toma is he's fighting stories. That, that's how they made it so that uh like Toma who's like super, super powerful can't just end these fights without them like leveling up the characters. They're like they make it so that if he if Toma is the one that kills him, he's killing a person. Right. He has to use Yuri, otherwise he's killing somebody. So yeah. it's like so Slash isn't none. None of the Swords of Logos are convinced that this is a human being. But, but uh, I don't think anybody told. I think this is the first time he hears it. Oh, Daijinji himself. Yeah, because yeah, that was just Rintaro, right? It was just Rintaro. Yeah, because and Slash Rintaro was... didn't believe it, so he just went off. Yeah, so and... he's fighting King, and Toma is you know desperately trying to tell him while he's, he's fighting that, Sorius. That's a human. That's a high school student. Yeah. How do you know he's a high school student? Right. I think he may have mentioned it in the dialogue, but we got a translated he, version that he didn't, didn't say he didn't say anything about high school students. okay because i i'm not he really just, he's just he's just judging him on how young he looks he does look young he does i mean he looks like a high school student yeah but he wasn't in like a uniform right <laughs> maybe it's just like his paper mache is obviously high school level right <laughs> i mean he could be 11 years old from what you're saying about wizard yeah <laughs> so so he could be 40 yeah <laughs> So he he tells me he's human, and um. So here's the thing. At first, the first time we watched this through, I'm like, why is is he still attacking? Toma says you have to stop attacking him, and that's what Slash says. I can't do that. Yeah. So at, at first, I thought he was saying something about don't kill him, and then Slash is like, I can't do that. And I'm like, dude, that's like ice cold. It's like I, f- I felt like I missed something. It's it's just like I can't just let him run rampant. Right. Yeah. So, so that was it, that was what. But he, was he also saying. didn't at that point. He does he. He wasn't sure. Yeah. He's still not convinced necessarily. That so he takes and he totally smacks down uh, King really hard. Yeah. But and he doesn't He doesn't kill him. No. And I feel like him. he easily could have. Yeah. He didn't do like a finishing move. He just knocked him down. And then King says, ah. And then it like zooms in. And he's like, ah. It's like uh, Shinko or Shinro or whatever his name yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, Shingo. Shingo. And Swordsman uh, of Sound heard the yell inside, <laughs> which is kind of cool. Yeah. And then uh, Story Use does like a. Uh, like he throws in a smoke bomb, pretty much. He just does a slash to knock everybody down, and then mm-hmm. goes around. <laughs> Ninja vanish. Yeah, he does uh. his AOE. Uh, friggin' red. It, you know, I like his uh, color palette. Yeah, with the black and the like red mixed with black, and it looks really cool. He does yeah. this thing. Um, I don't know how that man that explains Shingo escaping also, uh, but d- it's just one of those magical like pap, and then I'm gonna jump. Yuri teleported there them like last episode and with his hat for some reason so it's just like whatever they <laughs> yeah do, like. it is what it is so they they escape speaking of which this is a good time to talk about the fact that um toma's outfits right now our pants are way too big again they're like huge they're like jinkos mm-hmm. and he's literally wearing a pirate fluff filler fr- frilly shirt <laughs> like like the chest is just a frill thing <laughs> i think the only outfit that he's had in this entire series that's been consistent amongst itself was the outfit that he was in while reading a story to children because he was in a fantasy world and he can only be a pirate. Yeah. He didn't yeah. get a choice. Yeah, he's, he's not. He's close or not. Anyways, I just wanted to say that because we mentioned his clothes. <laughs> so anyways, uh, they go away and in still in cost, it's still in their suits, which is actually kind of cool. Um, Saber goes up to Slash and he's just like, like grabs him by the, you see this, the armor, you see this. And he's just like, uh, they confront each other, and he's like screaming in his face about uh, you know everything up to this point that he's been wanting to get across. And Daishinji's like, "You're not searching for the power of like." He's like, "No, I need Yuri to save these people." He, yeah, Daishinji is counter grilling him with this sort of if like, "Oh, you don't want the sword of light, so you can keep power." Um, like he says it like two or three different times. Like you're in no way 
looking Be- for. Because my two best friends tried to kill me over this yeah. before. <laughs> and, and Thomas says that all I want to do is save these people and save Luna. Yeah. And, you know, like basically the things that they should all be focused on. Yeah. You know, um, which I think on one level, Daishinji likes this. But again, he's all about testing the swords. Yeah. So. Because after being betrayed so much, he doesn't trust people. He trusts swords. Right. So he, they kind of, he kind of pushes them off and says, okay, well then show me with your sword. Yeah. And, and Yuri's just like, are you serious? He's like, this is what, what a just trusting swordsman. Just, and, and, and he's and, trying to, he's trying to tell Daishinji, just listen to him. And, and Toma's like, okay, like, this, just but, <laughs> but like Toma's like, I know Daishinji, this is how he does things. Yeah, it's like, this is inevitable, essentially, let's just do it. Yeah, this is how we do it. I mean, I'm going to have to beat down Kenzen too. So, uh. <laughs> yeah, so fight me, bro. And yeah, we get. Do you see, do you see what we are? Do you realize where we are? We have to solve things with fights. <laughs> <laughs> So they start fighting. And Realize he, I'm a common writer. <laughs> he throws the kitchen sink at him. Like, he does the three-volume slash and slash is like, whatever. Yeah. And then he uses King of uh, Arthur. So slash is not – well, they do some really sweet, like, back-and-forth regular stuff before they start yeah. throwing the full-on. Like, they're doing some nice things where it's like they're dodging and stuff, and it's showing that uh, Tom is impressed. He's like, yeah, you're you're really good. Yeah, you're impressive as always. Yeah. yeah. And uh, But the thing is, is this is mostly – Almost exclusively, there's only one or two times otherwise, it's Toma attacking. Yeah. And Daishinji defending. Yeah. Uh, he only slashes back a couple of times. But then Toma, like, starts ramping it up. He does the three-volume slash. Daishinji, like, kind of just, like, twirls it away. Uh, then he goes into King of Arthur. Yeah, and he starts using that for a bit. Yuri's really impressed with Daishinji. Yeah. Just, like I said earlier. And he even's, like, trying to move, mimic some of his moves yeah, and stuff. Yeah, like, like he's this. learning something almost. Yeah. <laughs> he's just um, like, oh, sword's play. He's, got, yeah, he's got a very interesting style. Yeah, well, he hasn't learned any new sword moves in a thousand years. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he uses Wait, a King thousand of Arthur. Year, a thousand years, if he is Japanese, he wouldn't have had, like, the influences of, like, he wouldn't have a lot of influences from, like, e- from like uh, Eastern sword styles and right. Western and, like, uh, like, even, like, scimitar sword styles yeah. and all this stuff from everywhere because of like the isolationism of japan yeah so he would like have extra things to go with which would be pretty cool um so, so he, he daishinji's remarking on how weak the attacks are yeah he says like he even sp- he, says he, that he even launches back king of arthur the, yeah the giant he, sword he's using king, king arthur I, I don't know how he, he's blocking it with sound and then he like somehow makes the the sword hit toma which blows up he, the sword from his hand he echoes it yeah <laughs> i guess that's the only way to put it right yeah um, and He's so an he just fighter. goes straight up Dragonic Knight. <laughs> yeah, he goes Dragonic Knight. Now, what's interesting here is he doesn't use his final attack. He uses Spicy. Right. Which is the fire attack from the gun. He's, he's already huffing and puffing as he's doing it, too. Yeah. So it's like he's he's tanked. Uh, well, he just got worked over by story use. Right. Three story uses. <laughs> plus, plus, I don't feel like he's fully invested in it. No, he's not. Because he doesn't want to hurt anybody. Yeah. He just wants him to see his point of view. But it's not like one of those um, situations like earlier where they... You know, they have a connection. They're just beating each other. It's really one of those, okay, well, you forced me to do this, so let's do it. So he's not actually invested in proving a point so much as kind of like, meh. This is how you, I'm just going to do what you want. Hopefully Mm -hmm. that'll convince you. Right. Um, So he uses the spicy. He doesn't use his final attack. Uh, The one that, like, killed Caliber and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, And uh, Daishinji, like, deflects that again. And then uh, May runs up. May runs up, and he's, she, uh, her book starts going. He's like, "There's trouble. The king's attacking again." Um, he's down at the Burger King on March 11th. <laughs> um, so uh, uh, Toma untransforms, and he's just like, "I'm gonna go." Yeah, I got I, I, I got to save Shingo. Yep. What we're doing here, 
is a waste of time when I could be saving somebody's life. And he runs off. And he runs, he runs right past Slash. And so Slash, he, well, he, he... Well, Yuri also transforms and follows him. Right. And then Slash untransforms. Yeah, and, so, and Daishinji, you know, he's he's sheathing his sword, and he says that he couldn't hear anything from his blade. Now, that does, does that mean that they're like, this blade's hollow, or that he couldn't hear any malice from the blade? Yeah, see, now that, that was my question. It was like, what was he referring to? He couldn't, as in he couldn't, he couldn't hear any, like, cries for power or anything, so that means it's empty, like a swordsman should be calm, yeah. or is it... I think we'll get, like, filled in on the details of that. Uh, like, on the next episode. I, th- I think it was left intentionally vague, right? Yeah. Because it could be that, you know, it's left in a way that inconclusive, I don't know, or I'm not getting any energy, which means you are dead to me, yeah. sort of. Like, there's so many ways that you can take that sentence. I think what it's going to turn out to be is, like, I I sensed that there was no malice and there was no desire for power in his sword or whatever. Yeah, see, the thing is now, he should. he's, like... Friggin', he stumbled on a, all of the evidence. Yeah. Like, everything here. Like, you you know there's a kid trapped in there. You know that Storios, at the very least, is pretending he doesn't have her, but it's also very likely that he doesn't. Yeah. And then also, um, now you know that Toma, he's just said he doesn't care about power. He just wants to save these people, yeah. right? So it's like, I feel like Daishinji is going to get got, you know what I'm saying? I feel like he's going to get smoked somehow. Yeah, oh, I don't no. know if he's straight up going to die. But. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he, he's got the answers. He's going to have to be taken out of the equation. He knows too much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like he's going to end up talking to some, just he's going to pass on just enough information to somebody else before he goes missing. Yeah. Because uh, with this much knowledge, I feel like it would be kind of stupid to pretend that you, I mean, I guess what I'm trying to say is, if he's if he's over on their side, what's to stop the rest of them just being on their side the next episode? Yeah, and then so also it's like if if he does nothing with the information he's got, then I I, I feel like he's a stupid character. So, or he could be like if he if he, he doesn't want to say anything when he's not sure. It could be that he's like now that he's if he is he wants to like get the other side of the information. So, but he's like he's on the end right now. Oh, but he, nobody knows that he's on the end. Yeah, so hit, like, mm, okay, I, I think I would be if okay he, with him keeping it secret in order to find out who's the traitor. Yeah, okay, I'll and also that. like if 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 Storius doesn't have them, then maybe the southern base has them, and he can get into the southern right. base. Yeah, so but then if you a, if you make everyone know that you know something's up, then so what it could be is like what you're saying, like he gets he just disappears or something. He could like find Sophia, and then they take him out or take him to Sophia, or right. he gets caught as well at the same time. Yeah, and then they could be saying well, like. Well, you know, Dai Shinji went to confront Toma, and now he's gone. Yeah, and so <laughs> I, I do like it if he if he plays it cool for the sake of being on the inside. Yeah. Um. But as long if he does nothing, that's the only thing. Like if he does nothing and sits around doing nothing, that's when it's going to be yeah. irritating. But I, I feel like there's got to be something to yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Um. So. Uh. So yeah, then it's the end of the episode. Yeah. Good episode. Uh. No tassel ending. Nope. And then it goes to the ending, and then we get the trailer. Uh, the ending is also in the in the big uh in the big uh museum or whatever big bookstore or whatever. It's still got just May Toma and uh the flying sword. So I want to see like some of the other swordsmen there. Like yeah. I want to I want to see Daishinji like there. an just, Easter egg, somebody in the background, or just Daishinji just hanging out, just being like hiding from them. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever they come around the tourney, like puts his hands <laughs> up behind from him, you know, being the old old school Daishinji. Right. Um. But yeah, so then the next episode is the continuation of the whole king thing. Right. And uh, we might be getting a fight with Ren. Yes, that's what it was. It was like Ren stepping up. And if anybody, uh, it would be weird if Ren just sided with him all of a sudden. Uh, He's the first one. Yeah. 
Like, well, all you have to do is whoop him. Um, no, it was Ren wanting the sword, uh, Kento's sword back. That's what it was. Mm. It, it's like he's tired of Tomo, who he, he, right. he, he, th- he thinks is a traitor, having Kento, who he admires, sword. Yeah, it's like, give me back Ikazuchi. And, like, everybody is trying to keep him in check, which just builds him up more. Right. So nope. he's, a, he's an action type. He's not sitting around. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he doesn't want to twiddle thumbs. Yeah, he's, he's ready to go kill somebody. <laughs> I mean, he hasn't even been allowed to fight the Megiddo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Because they know he'll just attack anybody who comes around. Uh, then he kills May. Mm-hmm. Uh, Honestly, if you if you guys have any ideas of what you think Daishinji is going to do in the next couple episodes with what he knows, let us know. You know, you can you can email us. Yeah, you can email us at uh, fanboyopinion at gmail dot com. You can also follow us on our websites to see what we're doing at uh, fanboyopinion dot com, and you can follow us on Twitter at fanboy underscore opinion. So, um. Now, this is a hard thing. Write a ranking. Oh. Should we do Suck Sugoi first? Oh, yeah. Suck Sugoi. Totally forgot about that. You start that. with your suck, if you uh, have one. Uh, my suck is the um, the Toma meets somebody for three minutes, and they're my best friend. Buddy, that's what I wrote down. <laughs> I was like, flashback to two seconds ago. That's what I wrote down as my suck. We we have one common interest. I will die for him. <laughs> it's just how ridiculous. Also, it's like... It's only this seriously. It's only been like thirty seconds since we just saw the scene, and we're getting flashbacks to the scene as if this we needed to see this from three episodes ago or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so it's just like uh, it's I just mean, him it, saying, "Ah, oh, he wants to live, build models just like me, or something like that." That would have been but, enough. But you know, he acts like he's his best friend, right? <laughs> he acts the exact same way as if May had been turned into a Mickey. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Can only imagine, man. Oh, that would be a cool turn of events. She can't see Wonder World. Oh, that's true. Yeah, she, she's not eligible. Yet. Yeah, but, yet. There's but, still hope for something in the, the next arc. Yeah, but like, so right now she can't see Wonder World, so she's not eligible for it. Um, But yeah, I get the idea is they're trying to connect all of the people to Thomas so he has a reason to it. Like, there was Yuki before, and now it's just this kid he meets for two seconds. Right. Um, And it could also be... Uh oh! They also had like a thing in the a preview about like uh Toma's destined for power, mm. and like Yuri said something in the episode about like he might because she followed Toma. That's why he has power. So we've always thought that like maybe Yuri like the reason why Toma was caught up in everything was because of Luna, but it might be that Luna caught him up and uh got him because he was destined to be yeah like, he was but, the destined hero or whatever yeah he was the promised one but uh. So that's what they wanted to do. They wanted to have him have a connection to Toma, and maybe you have to have a connection to Toma to be a decent Megiddo. Oh. <laughs> okay, yeah. Because <laughs> it was like he's just leeching the power of imagination. <laughs> I say it like that because that was literally how it was said in Tokyo. Oh. The Japanese people saying imagination in English was imagination. Imagination. <laughs> which was a superpower, was imagination, which turned into a really thing, where, weird thing because they were all kids that were aged up to become the Rangers and they had their mm. memories last. Mm. It was a train one. It was actually pretty cool. But um, anyway, uh, first uh, first series with an orange ranger. Oh, yeah. He was the sixth ranger. He was the orange one. Favorite color. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that was my suck. So what was yours? I mean, well, the, you stole my suck. So now I'm sitting mm-hmm. here like, what else sucked? I, you're the one who said it. for me to go first. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, I, I liked the episode, man. It was a good episode. I feel like the only thing that I could say other than the flashback seconds go thing uh, that sucked is that um, really we had four, four players. We had Yuri, we had uh, Sorios, we had Toma, and we had King. Okay, so King was doing whatever he did. Storios's objective is to intercept anybody trying to mess with that. And then, uh, so I guess if I had to give one more criticism to the episode, it's that every time that Yuri was available to do something, he didn't. Yeah. And then every time that Tomo was available to do something, so he didn't. The only thing with that, in my mind, 
is that Yuri, it sounds weird to say it, but Yuri wants to be used. Yeah. He wants to, he's, he's, that's what he wants. He wants Toma to be the one that uses him. Yeah. And he just like does things to like make sure that Toma has that opportunity. Yeah. It's just because I feel like he could have helped by attacking Storius while Tomio was trying to get past him to stop Slash. So if you want, you can have that one back because I figured out another suck. Okay. Then I'm going to take back mine and add that as a slight one and then let My you My suck is the taste of having Yuki in the, as like a member of the team and then taking it away from us. Oh, yeah. It's like, so, <laughs> I was thinking, oh, yeah, she's just one top opponent. And they're like, Yuki? Yuki's here? She's all the time? She'd be a great addition yeah. to the team. And then raise her memory. Yep. Emma Beer out of this whole thing. And I'm just like, seriously? Yeah, because you have somebody that May looks up to. Yeah. Uh, and another girl's always welcome. Yeah. You know? And it's just like, gone. Whatever. Oh, look, the next episode, she comes back, starts having memories yeah. again. And he comes over MIB. <laughs> Every no. episode is this. Erasing <laughs> Yuki's memories. <laughs> it's happened before. Like, in... Uh, Fose, there was this female teacher because the Fose takes place in high school. There's this female teacher who is like really cool. And the fact of the matter is, is that you know her. The, the actress was a seasoned uh, mm. Tokusatsu actress who'd been in, who'd been like the yellow, Blue Ranger in um, uh, Hurricane Ranger and stuff. And so it was like, oh, maybe she's going to be in it. She was like in, she was like in two, uh, she came back later for like two episodes or something like that. But she was like, she was like this could be a cool addition to the episode, to the team. Because she was like a teacher who didn't want to be a teacher. Mm. But then at the end of it, she would like be the teacher and it'd be like cool to have her like as a side character yeah. teacher and stuff like that. And she appeared like one other time. Uh, so come on, don't do this. Yeah, don't tempt me with this. Because okay. they had just gotten rid of another, another character also too. So it was just like, oh. But yeah, so. <laughs> More interesting side characters, please. Uh, so, you, so you told me your two sucks. Yeah. <laughs> what's your Sugoi then? My uh, Sugoi. What's yours so I can steal it? No, um, yeah, you, <laughs> you're probably going to anyway. Uh, no, uh, my Sugoi is just oh yeah probably it's just is uh actually it's not even daishinji it's rio yeah well uh, you got me yeah you stole it (laughs) hijack rio being like the boss yeah like the the leader yeah because that was that was always uh kind of dangled in front of our face within the first his you know when we first saw him and a couple episodes through that you're thinking okay this is basically the guy who's kind of team captain yeah almost and then they kind of made it look like it might have been rintaro and then all that went out the window yeah he's not it's like he's not the strongest but he's like, and he's not the smartest, but he's the leader. Yeah, because it, it was starting to feel like they were just all laying on their back, showing their bellies to the southern base now because they don't have Sophia. And it's it, like, are you, do you guys not have any sort of ability to interact yeah. with the world outside yeah, of Sophia? Now it's, or is and, and, and now it's like Rio. It's like, oh, well, this isn't fixing itself. We should do something about that. Yeah. So uh, other than that, it's it's the Daisenji stuff. But mostly it's Rio, Rio mm-hmm. stepping up. Yeah. Because I actually like Rio better as a character than I like Buster. Oh, as a as swordsman? A yeah, as a swordsman. So it's like, because um, I like the, it's like Kenza and I like better as a writer than I do as a character. Right. Um, yeah, I like his uh, his suit and his abilities. And, and I'm like, I'm fine fights, with his character, but, it, but it's like, most of the time I like the, it, I, I prefer the writers, uh, the, pl- uh, the, the people to the writers, mm-hmm. because that makes their fights more interesting. And like, the idea with Kenza is that he's like, he's all about being the fight. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is his character. He, that so. is his character. So what is yours, uh, Sugoi, even though I stole it? Okay, so my backup uh, on the spot, Sugoi, is I do like the idea that Toma made that diorama itself. Oh, yeah. that was never, I never really thought of that. Um, like, I think I might have mentioned it, but I never actually considered it as an actual real possibility. And it totally makes more sense because of his connection to, like, Wonder World and yeah. all that stuff. I, honestly, I thought for sure that he just paid somebody to put his thoughts on a, a model thing. Mm-hmm. But now it's like... Just putting, you think about the time put into that. Yeah. And it has electricity. 
So yeah. <laughs> he has to be at some point, some some kind of way, uh, able to hook it up to where it on you know at the right times the train goes. I don't think it's going at all all the time. Yeah. I think it makes stops and all that. Um, the volcano goes off every now and then. Yeah, it's like I mean, obviously he didn't you know he didn't really make it in real life. That somebody else yeah. that did that, but. For the sake of the show, it makes his character more interesting. Because, um, you know, at first it's like, okay, he, he has these books written in his head, he's not writing them down, and he waits till the last second to put them in the deadline. So it's like, what the heck are you doing with your time then? Yeah. Uh, like, what else are you doing? Yeah. So now we see these, like, okay, he's making models, he's uh, he's got time to read to the kids. Um, apparently he's browsing through fashion magazines and picking, like, at random <laughs> yeah. what to wear that day. Um, You know how, like, Google has the I'm feeling lucky button? Hmm. He's doing that with Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and this random stuff shows that it has and he wears it. <laughs> I'm feeling lucky. <laughs> there is a, I don't know if they still do it, but there was an Amazon service where they send you clothes mm. and you can try them on and send them back before you like bought them and stuff. I, I don't know if Amazon still does it. I just know that there's like a bunch of uh, bespoke places that do it, but Amazon yeah. was doing it too. Um, and he just never turns anything down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Take it. This will be great. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, to now write a ring. Mm. Uh, so I'm putting Ryo and uh, Dai Shinji over uh, uh, Rintaro right now. Yeah, right now. Yeah. For sure. Uh, the hard part is like... Rintaro's in a struggle phase right now. Yeah. He's, got, he's, he's fallen down on purpose. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, it would be weird if we still liked the way he's acting. But he's still better than Kenzo. Yeah. And uh, Ken, uh, Kento. Kento doesn't count. He's dead. <laughs> in the same way that we have Ichigo all the way at the bottom of the list... And so Kento is because yeah, Kento might as well be in Europe. Yeah. He'll be back. They're not in this. <laughs> yeah, we know he's 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 in he's the Europe of life. <laughs> <laughs> he's backpacking through Europe of life. Yeah. <laughs> he's on his gap year. Uh, so right. <laughs> so uh, so it's uh, Kento, Rintaro, almost potential, but Rintaro, uh, uh, not Rintaro. Uh, uh, Kento. It's Kento, Kenzen, uh, then Rintaro, and I would put. Um, even though he did more, I'd put Daishinji below Rio. Mm. And then Toma's still doing his thing. Yeah. So I'd still say he's the main one. Yeah. I mean, it's and most of the time, the main rider will be above the rest of them because they get more screen time. Right. So where are we fitting in uh, Yuri then? Yuri is uh, probably, you know what, I'd put him just below Rintaro. Okay. I agree. Because he pulled that Philip action, which right. makes sense for Philip because Philip isn't normal. Right. But Yuri is like... Gets obsessed with things, and it's just like yeah, you actually, didn't know I, that exists two seconds. Ago. I honestly feel like it's uh, it makes less sense for his character. Yeah, the reason why is because if you've been trapped with nothing for a thousand years, you're going to be hyper aware of everything that happens. I mean, you're not going to know everything that's happening, but also, like uh, like allowed like, somebody drops a, a if book, if you and you're gonna be willingly like, gave up your humanity to become a sword due to duty, you're going to be super focused on that duty. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to just, if you know, superfluously forget yeah. your duty a for the sake of A comic book is not going to distract you from the duty that you spent a thousand years yeah. in solitude. To, yeah, so. Yeah, for two reasons. Somebody snaps their finger next to you, and you haven't heard somebody snap their finger for a thousand years. You're going to be like, what? Yeah. What's going on? And then, like you said, duty, above all. I mean, yeah. that was the whole point. You're a sword now. Yeah. So, yeah, it was very out of character, but I can understand why they need it for yeah, it was a plot a story device. device. Yeah. So, I'm but, it, it, it did, first off, I didn't like it on Philip. I don't like it on you, so. So I'm uh, saying yeah, consistent. Philip was at least funny about it. <laughs> yeah, this isn't any good for a gag. It was just like, yeah, it was just irritating. Yeah. So uh, there's so, my suck. Yeah. So the next episode of Common Rider Seba um, is chapter twenty to destroy the stronghold, the will of the sword. Okay. 
And the strong one's probably talking about the king. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's building a castle. Yeah. I mean, he's building the wall around his fantasy castle. So I imagine the castle's being made next episode. That'd be cool. If Even if it's not, that's okay. Or the castle's being made out of Because he cars. does have a castle on his bangs. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. His shoulder pauldrons, too. Yeah. So he is the castle. So yeah. he's just building the walls. Yeah. <laughs> or the wall, or the, he's the castle. Like, most likely what's going to happen as soon as it's done, it's just going to morph into a castle. Yeah. So all the metaphor for not wanting to be hurt by people. Yes. Yes. Um, he's protecting his heart, man. Yeah. You just don't understand. He, he's actually the star of his own, like, coming of age uh, <laughs> uh, show when he's in high school. Yeah. And, like, just he just disappears for two days and then comes back and then he's, like, a completely different person. And people are like, what changed? And you're like, you wouldn't understand. Can you imagine, though, if we find out that he's actually the main character of another drama and this is a crossover episode? Yeah, this crossover episode. <laughs> Just well, it's like like Yuki could have been the main star of like a, a like a um, office drama. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or she's like trying to raise the struggling off uh, publishing house back up. Yeah, you know, <laughs> living hard in a man's world and all this stuff. Right, but People, always still finding time to go on vacation. Yeah, but her, her love of like outdoors and stuff like that. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that will be our next episode. Thank you for listening. I'm Eric. I'm Eugene, and we will see you next time.